Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. We are now on part three of the three-part series on losing weight. Part one was losing weight and gaining money, so fun. Part two was on losing weight and saving time, even more fun. And part three, today's episode, is on losing weight and increasing connection. I saved this one for last because this one, I think, really adds the most to your life. Of course, besides adding extra time to your life, as I discussed in part two, without time, it is certainly difficult to enjoy that time more, right? So in a way, increasing connection and saving time are very intertwined and super important. So what I mean by losing weight and increasing connection is your connection with other people, nature, and even yourself during the weight loss process and even afterwards once you have the weight loss results. I'm going to explain each of these and help you really see how much more those benefits of weight loss really branch off from those more obvious ones. The obvious ones like better physical health, more physical ability or stamina, and improved emotional health. And really improved emotional health has so many different branches or things that branch off of it. It's pretty amazing. All right, so some of the things that happen with losing weight, especially when it's done by changing your eating habits, are increased energy, improved self-confidence, self-love, improved self-esteem, increased ability to talk kindly to yourself, and less negative self-talk. So that's just to name a few. But these things all help with your connection that you have to other people, yourself, nature, God, or whomever or whatever you believe in. And that's because your relationship with other people, yourself, nature, God, etc., all has to do with how you are thinking and feeling. So did you know that you can improve any relationship, this is just a little side note, with any person just by improving how you think and feel? Pretty incredible, right? The person, the other person can stay exactly the same. But if you change or improve how you think and feel, the relationship that you have with each other changes. So imagine if you're just feeling better about yourself overall, happier, more energetic, more passionate about things, how that would just sort of radiate off of you. Imagine how that affects the person that you live with or the people that you live with. Imagine how it affects your relationship with yourself even. So just in case you're not really sure why losing weight will help with improved self-talk and self-confidence and self-love and all the things that I mentioned earlier, I'll explain. So I do want to be really clear that if you're trying to lose weight and you end up losing weight, it's not the number on the scale or how you look in the mirror that ends up really being the thing that significantly improves self-confidence and self-love. Certainly, you might have some thoughts about the number on the scale or how you look in the mirror after you've gotten the results, and then that may make you feel a certain way. 
But a bigger portion of that is from the process that you take to get those weight loss results. Along with working on the eating habits specifically to get either eating habit results, specific eating habit results, or to lose weight, my clients that are trying to lose the weight were oftentimes working on improved self-talk and improved self-love and confidence before they even have the weight loss results that they are working toward. Just with any eating habit or behavior, if you improve how you think and feel about yourself and about food, you're going to have a much easier time with actually going through with the actions that are going to serve you to get you your results. And it's really important to start feeling and thinking better ahead of time. And why not, right? Why wait until you have the result to think better thoughts and feel better about yourself? And I think it's very important to start helping you become aware that you can feel better about yourself and have an improved relationship with yourself regardless of your weight, regardless of how you fit in your clothes, regardless of how you feel that you look in the mirror. Because let's face it, most of us are no longer in our 20s. So if our self-love self-confidence and even self-value or worthiness and, and how we feel are dependent upon how we look or the number on the scale, it's all just going to go downhill, right? The other thing too is that when you increase that self-confidence, self-love, and even self-belief and improve the inner dialogue or the, the self-talk, that helps you to feel better, like I mentioned, and feeling better emotions will help you to do the actions that you need to do to lose the weight that you want to lose, or will help you to avoid the things that would normally not help you lose weight, right? Or or would make you gain weight. So if deep down you're having thoughts like, I don't think I can do this, I'm not worthy of having all the things that I want, or I'm still going to be ugly, you're not going to feel those energizing feelings like motivation and drive and even excitement to do the things to get the results you want. When you're coming from that negative place, then you're not going to be feeling the emotions that are going to be the absolute best fuel to help you do the actions to get the weight loss results you want. Also, if you're feeling crummy, you're going to be much more likely to just say, screw it, I'm just going to eat the package of cookies, right? And that's just going to set you back each time that you do something like that, for example. Whereas if you are increasing your awareness of the negative inner talk or the negative self-talk and also intentionally thinking of some positive things about yourself and your capabilities, positive things that are also believable to you, right? I'm not into the, you know, positive affirmations um, that you don't believe. You're going to start noticing that you're feeling better. You're feeling more capable. You're feeling like those results are really yours, then it's going to start become more habit for you to think better thoughts about yourself, right? And that's really key. So it's not just about the habits as far as the actions, like the eating habits. It's also habits as far as the way you're thinking. You're going to start 
walking by that mirror and looking in it instead of looking away because you're going to have different thoughts, right? Then you'll start smiling when you look in the mirror. Then you'll start looking forward to looking in the mirror. How fun is that? And when you're feeling increased self-love and self-confidence, what do you think happens with you and your significant other? They notice this and they love this. Trust me, your significant other just wants to see you happy and for you to be healthy. You're on the same team. They may even want to start changing their eating habits as well. You'll even potentially find yourself having more desire to be intimate with your significant other. You won't feel as self-conscious. Heck, maybe you'll even buy that lingerie that you never thought you'd wear in a million years. Or if you don't have a significant other right now, you will probably start noticing yourself being more sure of yourself and more excited even to go out on a date, more confidence to go out there and meet people. And when you're feeling better about yourself, you're going to be attracting the type of person that you want to attract. You're going to feel worthy of the person that you really want to be attracting. And just a note on worthiness, worthiness is something that you're born with, right? We just sort of don't realize that or we just sort of lose sight of that along the way. And so you never have to increase your worthiness or get more worthy. You have the exact amount of worthiness as everyone else. So you're 100% worthy from the moment you're born. It's just a matter of realizing that and seeing that, right? So that's what ends up happening along this process of losing weight because we're building all that um, better like inner dialogue and improving how you're feeling about yourself you're also noticing that, yeah, I really am worthy. I'm really worthy of all the things I have in my life and more, all the things that I desire, right? And so when you're starting to think and feel better about yourself and you start getting some of those weight loss results, but even before you start getting some of those weight loss results, you're more than likely going to start going out there and putting your out, putting yourself out there more, right? And maybe even applying for jobs that you might not normally have applied for or setting goals that you didn't before think that you were, you'd ever be able to reach, right? And then imagine you're connection, the improved connection with your children, if you have children, you know, whether they are living at home with you or if they're adult children, you'll be able to do more with them. And when you're doing activities with them, you won't feel as though you're holding them back. You won't be worried ahead of time that you won't be able to go for a three mile walk with them, right? And then your friends, you'll probably feel better around them too. Maybe find yourself wanting to do more activities with them, not being fearful of them judging you while you're eating, for example, not worrying about overdoing it at a social event like a party. Also, a big thing with increasing connection at social events when you've lost weight from changing your eating habits is that you can focus more on the people rather than the food. You end up getting more fulfillment from the people you're surrounded by 
and end up in conversation with. And you learn how to focus more on them than on the food that's at the social event. So it's an actual social event and not just a food event. And leaving a social event feeling like you had really great conversation and felt connected to someone or multiple people provides much longer lasting pleasure than overdoing it at the dessert table, right? An added benefit is that you won't then feel badly afterwards, physically or mentally or emotionally. You may also find that you'll increase connection with community. If you're out and doing more things because, say, you have more energy or even more self-confidence, you'll be meeting new people or increasing your connection with some of the people that you already did know. You might be finding new activities or hobbies that you enjoy or things that you wanted to take up before, but You either didn't have the time and now you have more time because of what I talked about in the last episode, or maybe you just have more passion and more energized to do these things, right? Or if church is a really important part of your life, then you might find yourself getting more passionate and more involved in church. And that brings me to losing weight and increasing connection with nature and even with God or whomever or whatever you believe in, right? So one of the big reasons that my career women want to lose weight is that they want to be able to go outside and enjoy nature more. Many of them want to be able to go on hikes or walk or run 5k races. And this is mainly for the purpose of just being able to be outside more, right? If you're feeling like you don't have the energy or even the stamina to be outside and going for walks or hikes and enjoy nature as much as you'd really like to, losing weight, especially by changing your eating habits, can really help with this. Also, because you're learning how to establish habits, this crosses over to movement or exercise habits. So maybe that looks like starting a habit of walking outside two times a week for a certain length of time that feels very doable for you, then increasing that to three times a week and then four times a week. When I'm helping my clients lose weight, Of course, we really focus on eating habits and thought habits, right? So that you're thinking and feeling better, but also we establish other habits that help with the weight loss as well and just help with establishing a really healthy lifestyle. And it's all based around what you want. So for example, one of my clients, she does not like to exercise at all. And so for her, this is something that she really doesn't see herself doing. So we do not force that issue at all. And then for a lot of my other clients, they really enjoy walking and maybe gardening. Um, So they want to establish a little bit of an exercise routine. And so we start small and start working up and building up and making sure that it's something that's enjoyable. And then also when you're outside in nature, if you're feeling better mentally and emotionally, you're typically able to be more present with nature. I think this is a really big one because we get so busy in our lives and we're inside a lot, right? And so just being able to go outside in nature, even for 10 minutes, really is just therapy in a way, right? It 
it really just helps with that emotional well-being and really just ups, uplifts your mood. And I just want to mention this also goes along with your connection with other people as well. Being much more present with nature and being much more present with other people rather than having those constant negative thoughts going around in your head. You know, so whether you're out enjoying nature or you're with other people, just being able to enjoy being in that moment more without having those painful thoughts going in your head and without worrying and thinking about, you know, being overweight or worrying and thinking about, the eating habits that you just feel like you can't free yourself from, right? So having that freedom of no longer being in emotional pain and sometimes even physical pain, physical body pain um, from being overweight, but no longer being in this emotional pain really frees up a lot of your brain space, right? So you can be much more present with other people and with nature. Just think about how much lighter you're going to feel, right? And how much more focused you can be on what's around you in nature or who's in front of you. Maybe even going for walks with your significant other, your children, a friend, or even just going for walks by yourself and enjoying just being with yourself, right? Creating a habit of maybe going out for a 15-minute walk during your lunch break, So that all brings me to losing weight and increasing connection with yourself. This one is so incredibly important because really it kind of all stems from here on out, right? The rest of... The rest of this um, connection with that you have with other people and nature and, and what have you, that really all stems from the connection that you have with yourself. When you can increase your connection with yourself, it just flows outward. Remember when I said earlier, if you are changing the way that you're thinking and feeling, you can change any relationship with any person, regardless of if they change or not. So when you increase your connection with yourself, you're you're improving your connection with others by default. So what I mean by increasing your connection with yourself is that you really start seeing more of the positive things about yourself and not just being focused on the negative and not just being focused on maybe what your body looks like, right? You start really liking and loving yourself even more than you currently do. Or if you don't currently like or love yourself, you start learning how to like and love yourself naturally by the work that we do. And it feels really good. You start wanting to be around yourself more. So I'll tell you something, when I was young, pretty young, I didn't like myself. I had like zero self-esteem, no real self-confidence, and definitely no self-love. This was no fault of anyone's, it just was. But I decided that it wasn't something I wanted to go the rest of my life with. And part of it 
was actually because I didn't like the way I look. I had glasses from the time I was three. And so I think from a really young age, I always felt like I didn't really fit in with the rest of my class, especially back in the 1980s. I was born in 83. So back in the 1980s, it was not common for kids to have glasses. So imagine a three-year-old at that time already having glasses. And the glasses then, because it wasn't common, they were not stylish. My lenses were so thick because I had such terrible eyes that they literally were like those bottle cap glasses, right? The What we usually joke around about. So I think that a lot of my inner issues, my lack of self-love, my lack of self-esteem and and self-confidence, I think probably stemmed from my own thoughts about not fitting in. So I did not want to go through this for the rest of my life. So I started little by little noticing and being very purposeful to do this, right? I had to intentionally do this, noticing some of the positive things about myself. Now, I didn't have a coach to help me. So knowing what I now know, along with noticing some of those positive things, I would also have had myself notice the negative talk and really start to pick up on and try to become aware of those thoughts, those sneaky little thoughts. That's because if you just put focus on the positive self-talk, the negative self-talk can still sit in the back of the closet, so to speak. It sort of sits in the back of your brain and it can just be ignored, which means that it's still there, unfortunately, and they'll sneak in and you won't even notice that they're sneaking in until they're there and they're bothersome and they're causing you to feel badly. And so you're just sort of hiding it If you only focus on the positive self-talk and don't spend any time sort of just being aware of some of that negative self-talk, right? Now, the positive self-talk is great as long as it's believable. Again, I don't believe in doing these like positive affirmations that you don't believe at all. So as long as a positive self-talk is believable and as long as you are at least giving yourself that moment to get a little bit of awareness of the negative self-talk and really sort of poke holes at that negative self-talk, right? So you really do need a mixture of the two. You need to start getting awareness of that negative self-talk along with increasing some of the positive self-talk. That way that negative self-talk starts to become less and less because you're more aware of it and you're aware of the situations that typically will trigger the negative self-talk. And that way the negative self-talk isn't just stuffed in the back of the closet. You can sort of declutter that closet, right? You become aware of it and then you can decide if you really want to keep that negative self-talk around or not. If it feels badly, you probably don't want to be keeping that negative self-talk going, right? And so there are things we can do once you get aware of that negative self-talk that will really help you to sort of get rid of that and declutter that closet. And that's just going to feel so much better internally for you. So just imagine that relationship and that connection with yourself when you're no longer talking unkindly to yourself constantly, 
where you can feel like you like yourself and love yourself unconditionally, regardless of what you look like and regardless of the number on the scale. And you will notice that a lot of times you're not realizing just how beautiful you are. And I'm not, I'm talking about, you know, both internal and external, because a lot of times, because there's so much negative talk, you're not even seeing your true beauty, right? Other people see it, but you're not necessarily seeing it. So it's kind of like if you go back to that closet analogy, if there's something beautiful hidden in that closet, but there's so much negative you know, stuff, so much negative self-talk just sort of piled in there, you're not going to see the beauty necessarily until you start un- um, uncovering it or decluttering that closet, right? So another thing that I wanted to mention with losing weight and increasing connection with yourself is that you're no longer having all of these thoughts about your eating habits and wanting to lose weight. And so you're no longer spending all the time and energy caught in the pain of this. I mentioned this a little bit earlier. So you're much better able to focus on your life and on yourself. You're much more centered and present with yourself. You don't have those constant nagging thoughts about your weight going through your head. You're able to free yourself and think about other things that you really want to think about, right? And so you can explore other passions. And that's just another way to increase your connection with yourself and increase your connection with nature or with other people or with community or with even just other uh, things like art maybe, right? So you're able to free up a lot of that brain space and really explore some things that might ignite some passion within you, right? Or things that you might already know that you're passionate about, but you just weren't really focusing on before because you're so focused on or you were so sort of engrossed in all of the painful thoughts and feelings popping up into your head and all the stuff with, with weight and weight loss and all that, right? So with all that being said, I guess with, with the title of this episode, Losing Weight and Increasing Connection, it's really much less the weight loss result and much more the process that you go through or that we go through to get you those results, right? And of course, you're going to think and feel differently about yourself after you have those results, but even more of how you think and feel about yourself is going to come before you even have those results. So good. So why not start with all of that now, right? Why wait? That's my philosophy, at least. And like I said, when you think and feel better before you even have the weight loss results, it makes doing the actions that will get you those results a lot easier. There won't be nearly as much friction there. It'll feel much more natural to you. And then you'll start to feel like you've actually established the habits of not just the actions like the eating habits or even you know maybe exercise habits or sleep habits and hydration habits all those healthy habits right but you'll also have established the habits of 
being that person that you really want to be, that you envision that has those weight loss results, right? The person that thinks and feels differently, the person who it's just natural for them to be able to not overeat or natural for them to just be able to sit with their emotions and not react by eating in response to the emotion. All right, so that's what I have for you on losing weight and increasing connection. This was the last of that three-part series, so if you haven't listened to parts one and two, definitely go back and listen to those. I even get into some of the math of it with both the money and the time. So fun. Thanks so much for listening. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.